tit for tat for every tit. There's a tat, tit tit tat tat tit tit tat tit for tat. Thomas and Miranda, a dude and a queen. <laughs> oh no. Hey, all you two sets out there. <laughs> it is the Tit for Tat show. Yay! Woo! Woo! I'm your giant drag queen hostess, Veranda Lanai. Lanai, Lanai, Lanai. <laughs> oh, we should do that every time. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that would be Mr. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. Yay! <laughs> and we have producer Daddy. Hey, 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 hey. Daddy. Daddy. Oh, no, God. Daddy. Oh. Wow. That's a sound bite for the ages. Do that again. <laughs> Daddy. See, See? we're going to use that now. Yep. This is why he turns me off all the time. <laughs> Just so I can turn you back on. Oh. oh. Sound effect. I got Great jokes. Joke. I got jokes. You got okay. jokes. Okay, good. <laughs> we need them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Well, I'm super excited for today's episode, or for this episode, this episode, today's okay. episode, today's episode. Yeah. The episode. Yeah, and you should be. Oh, my gosh. Oh, just a friend and an idol and a mentor. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Yes. So stick around, kiddos. But before we go to that. Uh-oh. Should I be afraid? Maybe a little. <laughs> oh, God. I should be every time. Yeah. It's time to read listener emails. Yep. Oof. Let's see what our titty tats have to say this time around. They have a lot to say. Oh, they always do. They usually <laughs> do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then some. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's start this off with, um, hello, Tit for Tat Show. Hello. Why, hi. There we go. It's that spooky time of year. Mm. Oh. When was that, was that Thomas a, looks in the mirror. A horse whinny, daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, man. Wow. Okay. What are you doing? What are you going to be for Halloween? And what was the best costume you'd ever seen? Huh. From Carla in Jersey. Ah. Carla. Carla from Jersey. She flipping tables <laughs> with Teresa. You think you're better than me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my. So what am I going to be for Halloween? Well, I usually always do my Elvira yes. bit for the majority of my shows for October. Um, and I, I just love it because she's like my muse. And, yeah. Um, but I am working on um, a uh, Myrtle Snow uh, character cosplay from um, American Horror Story, ah. uh, oh. Coven. I just ah. love the character and the red hair and the, the Balenciaga. You know, I just I loved all that nonsense. Yes. So I'm working on that. That's going to be my oh, nice. like my fun new cosplay costume to and have. And you've been Morticia. I have been Morticia. Yes. And uh, and several other fun characters, but mainly it's like usually Elvira most yeah. of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just because I love playing her. But yeah, uh, let's see. What was the best costume you'd ever seen? 
Mm. There's so many. Yeah. You know, and I love trick or treat. I love seeing all the 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 kids and even the adults show up. On trick- yes. We get we get tons of trick or treaters. I get none. Uh, I get like five six hundred trick or treaters. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy, but they're all so sweet, and they're all they all say trick or treat, and they all say thank you, but. I love all the little tiny itty bitty kitties, yeah. you know, that are like two, three, four years old that are just yeah. like, they kind of don't know what's going on, but they kind of love the fact that they're wearing something fun. Yeah. Like that's what's adorable. Well, and I keep my light off because can- <laughs> the candy is mine. <laughs> <laughs> of course oh, it is. Geez. Of course it is. Uh, Let's see, when I come knocking at your door, you don't give me candy. No. I give you you eviction notices. (laughs) (laughs) Get out. (laughs) All right, so what are you doing for Halloween, Mr. Thomas? You know, I don't normally dress for Halloween unless I have a party to go to, and then I'm 110% in. Um, That is not the situation this this year. year. No. No, but um, I would say my favorite go-to costume is Bowie. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I love doing it, and um, the best costume I've ever seen, you know, I... It's a really hard question, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of immediately go to, like, I don't know. You know, honestly, I really don't know. It's tough. And, it is uh, tough. You know, I, I host a lot of costume contests. Right. And I bend a lot of costume contests. Right. And inter- it's so hard because I, you see some just people throw in a lot of money yeah. into creating these either really large or huge, uh, overly scaled, you know, right. costumes or something really simple as, oh, I'm going to dress up as, you know, Marge Simpson. And it looks yeah. really great. You know, yeah. it all depends. So, Or know. when people dress up like a superhero in a Speedo, <laughs> you know, or a, how did you know my Halloween costume? Right. Oh. Or like a fireman in a Speedo. I was or, going as He-Man, but like the old, old He-Man that wore a Speedo. Really? No, not really. Oh. I was like, wait a minute, I don't remember that. <laughs> and I, I was gonna say, I don't think He Man wore like lacy thongs. Well, this year he does. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get that reference, uh-huh. go back in yeah, the shows, people. So yep. <laughs> that was last week. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Last week's. Well, mm. okay. All right. mm. Hello, Titty Tats. Hello. Hey. I am a man of 50. Well, hello, 50. <laughs> I think I look good. I was at my dermatologist getting my Botox, and the dermatologist gave me the name of a plastic surgeon for the oh. wrinkles on my neck. I was appalled. <laughs> I know her. <laughs> what are your thoughts on surgery? That's Brian in New York City. Of course oh, it's New York City. God. What yeah. do you think? What do I think? Yeah. I am all for anything that makes you feel better about yourself. If you're doing it for somebody else, absolutely not. If you're doing it for yourself and you think, you know what, hey, I need this, I need that, do it. I would say stop short of the Kardashians because <laughs> I, I honestly don't even recognize who's who anymore. Well, yeah. You know, and um, but honest, I am. I'm a big believer that if there is something you can do that makes you feel better about yourself, do it. Yeah. Well, Okay. I'm I'm not a fan of the plastic surgery. Okay, I'm just not, or the fillers, or all the other. Clearly, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I've always been like, like just I just age gracefully. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Do the lotions and all the other nonsense. Like you know yeah. that self care. Yeah. Like that's great. Yeah. But I just think the more things you just start doing to your body, it's it's gonna eventually sag, sweetheart. Right, but we don't judge on the show. No, we don't. And we do love a lot of people who have had oh, sure. a quite yeah, a bit of yeah. surgery. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> share. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I just personally, for me, I would, I wouldn't do yeah. it. Yeah, 
I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I that's just, fantastic. I yeah, I know. What about I, you, Mr. Tom, uh, 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 Daddy? I, I, agree, I agree with Thomas. I mean... Yeah. Oh, look at you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you do you. In my right. opinion, like there is a it, you took it too far kind of level, yes. without a doubt. Mm. But um, you know, if, if if that's your thing, then don't tell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there goes that interview. <laughs> but you know, and like I said, though, the main thing is never, ever, ever do it for somebody right. else. Right. That's the key. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Dear Tit for Tat Show. Yes. <laughs> I need the Halloween tip. Oh, God. Don't we all? <laughs> Some candy corn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My parents are uber supportive of my LGBT journey. Oh, nice. They want to do a family drag costume theme this year. My mom said she'd do all the makeup. <laughs> nice, right? You haven't seen my mom's makeup. <laughs> How can I do this? From Kyle in Chicago. Oh, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Kyle. Let's start with the positive. You have a family yes. that supports who yep. you are. And wants to have fun with you. Yes. And and do this. this I think that's amazing. Just don't go to a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But then I would say just hire a drag queen to do your makeup. Yeah, <laughs> I was would, thinking the same that thing. That would be ideal. Or you can kind of play it as, hey, mom, this is a treat for you so you don't right. have to do it. Yeah. 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 That make could sh- work. Make sure you get a good one, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can recommend a few in Chicago. I was say, Miranda, do you know any in Chicago? I know, I know a few yeah. in Chicago who could help you out. There we go. Yeah. Huh. All right. Hi, Titty Tats. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm a mom of 26 years old. What? Oh, what? Oh, um, I did read this wrong. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. oh, here we go. Let's start this over again, okay. shall we? Take 200. <laughs> All right. I'm a mom of a 26-year-old proud gay son. I've been trying and trying to get my son a boyfriend. Oh, boy. I told him he better get on prep so he's ready when i find him oh my goodness <laughs> he told me he's not going on prep because he is so rarely in the position wink he needs it <laughs> <laughs> he needs it and he's always safe oh can't a mom want some action for her son hmm. mom from colorado yeah Mom, mom, I think you're being a little bit intrusive here. <laughs> but I will say, you know, again, it's wonderful to have a parent who yeah. is accepting and loving and wants the best for for their kiddo. Yeah. Um, and is trying to get him laid. Yeah. I mean, but I think it's still it's a little kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mom. My mom set me up on this date, you know? Yeah, that never works, does it? No, never, nope. never, never. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, mom. Uh, mom, just hang in there. Just be supportive like you already are. Yeah, and maybe he's maybe he doesn't even want that. Yeah, who knows? Right. You There's know? a lot of letters in that That's LGB right. stuff. And the LGB <laughs> stuff. Oh, my God. All right. Dear Titty Tats, Mm -hmm. I love you guys. You make me literally laugh out loud. Literally. Literally. Yeah. 
I'm sure you've had guests who. I'm sure you you've had. Yeah, now guests. you screw it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's your fault. Uh huh. <laughs> Quit moving my paper. I'm sure you've had guests you thought were awesome, and some more difficult. What's it like in studio when the guest is a dud? That's from Connor in Tampa. First of all, we have never had a guest who's a dud tonight. Right. 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 <laughs> right. What is it like in the studio, Veranda? I don't remember those rare occasions. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know that laughter you hear at the beginning of every episode? Yes. That happens after every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, maybe sometimes people are on, sometimes people are off, sometimes, sometimes people, people are way off. Yeah, or should be permanently <laughs> off. Um, I would say the vast, vast majority of our guests have been fantastic. Yeah, we've had mm-hmm. maybe just uh, one or two that were just like, ooh, er, And some who have not even made it past the phone hello. (laughs) Remember those? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? It's, 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 um, you don't know who you're talking to until you start talking to them. Correct. You know, that's just, that's how it works. Yes. I think my favorite part of all that is when I look through the glass and I see Thomas just start shaking his head. (laughs) 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 And then he looks back at me like, what the fuck? And I'm like, what do you want me to do? You want me to dump the call? And he's like, nope. Yep, that, those are my favorite days. Yeah, you know what? We have fun with it. So, but yeah. not today. No, no, no. Not Absolutely not today. today. Wow. All right, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Hi, Titty Tats. Hi. Hey. I'm newly single. What's your best pickup line <laughs> from Sarah in Fort Lauderdale? Oh, from a lady. Oh, Lord. Hey, bitch. Is that... <laughs> Daddy's is hey, bitch. Veranda's is oh, Lord. Please go home with me. <laughs> What's your credit score? <laughs> that's what it should be. Oh, God, that's so funny. Do people use pickup lines? I, you know... It happens. I'm yeah. sure some people do. It happens. I, I'll tell you one of the favorites I've had used on me. Yeah. I saw a guy years and years ago in a club. I was dancing. I thought he was amazing, right? And he walked into the bathroom, and I was like, oh, great. You know, so I thought, well, I'll move closer to the bathroom. And he came out of the bathroom. We were making eye contact and mm-hmm. all that. And I said, hey, do you want to dance? And his response was, I was really thinking maybe you'd just like to come home with me. And I was like, wow, I've never had anybody just cut to the chase. Right, yeah. 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 Amazing. And? Right? And? That was the end of the line. No, I know. (laughs) (laughs) And what did you do? I fell on my knees and said, (laughs) oh, "Oh, Lord. (laughs) Oh, Lord. What's your credit score? (laughs) What's your credit score? (laughs) Bitch. I'll tell you what the worst pickup line I've ever gotten was. Oh, good. Oh, it was, it was... In this tone, you have really nice teeth. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It was so super eepy cray. Oh. My skin just, like, kind of wanted to just crawl off and (sighs) run. And I'm about about to wear them on a necklace. Yes, that's what it sounded like. And I'm like... I have to go now. (laughs) Were you in drag or out of drag? Out of drag. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's like, I didn't know what to do. Like, I was so, uh, normally I'm like very, like, uh, I don't, I don't get it when people are hitting on me. Like, I'm so oblivious to it for some reason. 
But it was just like the guy was like nice looking and everything. And I'm yeah. like, okay, this is kind of cool. And just when he when that came out, you have nice teeth. I'm just like. Ooh, why does it feel like I'm in a horror film right now? <laughs> because then like, he said it puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> right. right. I, I got to go. I got to go. Wow. Oh, that was terrible. Ugh. Uh, oh, it'd be great. All right, let's move on. I get, I get look, I get goose flush. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, ladies. Hey. Hey. Here we go again. I need the tip. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. That tip's getting worn out. Uh, uh, wow. No. Um, all right. Yours is. <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend wants us to dress as furries for Halloween. <laughs> you know it had to come <laughs> yeah, back. Of course. Of course. I'm afraid this is his way of coming out as a furry, and I have zero interest in petting my boyfriend in any animal suit. <laughs> Should I do it? Hmm. This is from Anonymous in Portland. Oh. You know, what if it is, though? I mean... Yeah, you open that door. It's like right. Pandora's box. Right. I think it's a tough assumption to make, though. Don't you? You know what, Daddy? I don't know many people that just casually say, let's be furries for Halloween. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, because to, to me, that's like, oh, my God, that, that's a whole costume situation that yeah. I don't know, know that any normal person, not normal, any, any <gasps> person would actually put themselves into. Yeah. Well, let's say this also. Don't a lot of future drag queens start out on Halloween in drag? Oh, sure. See, yeah. so that's kind of what I think the fear is. Yes. So yes. Maybe, uh, maybe it's time for an open line of communication. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to talk to our sexologist. Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. <laughs> we'll be back after these messages. Wow, Daddy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it is usually, you know, Halloween could be a thing where it just, you're you're living your fantasy. You stretch. Yeah. It's, you stretch, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you're living your fantasy. And, yeah. And, you know, I would say, Anonymous, let them live their fantasy, even for that one night. Mm. Why not? Because we're going to get another email that said, I'm no longer with my husband after he became a furry. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Anonymous is asking if 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 they should do it, like themselves should uh, participate in it. Okay. You know, if, if the boyfriend dresses and you don't, that could be a clear sign, this is not for me. Uh, you know, it could, it could go both directions in that sense. Yeah, it often does. Say, you know what? Hey, why don't you be... The furry wolf and I'll be Red Riding Hood, and we can do this couple thing. That could work. I feel like you've thought that out before. I did. I thought so. I did because I was Red Riding Hood. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. It could. It could work. It could work. You never know. You never know. Give us a report, anonymous. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Hi, gays and daddy. <laughs> Serious. First of all, <laughs> let's stop right there for a moment. <laughs> High gaze is not an appropriate way to address oh. Veranda or Thomas on this program. Oh. Correct? That's an assumption, right? It's an assumption. Well, just in general, if you just call the entire room. High gaze. Yeah. Yeah. Quit assuming. Yeah. Asking yeah. me. All right. <laughs> and of course, a serious question on yes. a comedy okay. program. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, knew, I know you do the show in Cleveland, Ohio. 
I also know Ohio is considering passing the most insane anti-gay laws in the country. Do you think you could morally keep doing the show if Ohio becomes such an oppressive state? That's from Anonymous from Atlanta. Of course they're going to still can do, do the show. You know, because what we need to do is keep giving a voice. Preach. Keep putting our voices out there and giving giving those who may not have the opportunity to express themselves to have something to listen to. That, right. You know, there are oppressed countries. Right. There are oppressed cities. Yes. You know, all over the world. And we get these emails from those places that yes. say, thank you for allowing me a chance to privately listen in my earbuds or in my own home or in my car to something that makes me feel happy because I could be killed, I could be arrested, I could have, be hurt. Um, We're not going to stop this. Right. You know, yes, Ohio's got some, some crap going on. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I certainly am not going to stop this. I know that we we're in this together. Correct. You know, all three of us are in this together. We're going to do this. So. Well, and, and do you think you could morally like, Ohio's negative nonsense laws affecting us morally seems rather a reach to me. Yeah. Because clearly we are not in favor of those laws. But simultaneously, if every LGBTQIA plus person left Ohio, who's going to fight the fight? Right. Who's going to change it back? Right. It doesn't work that way, Atlanta. Yeah, anonymous. We're here. We're here for change. Yeah, we're, we're here to keep our voices out there. Right. Not gonna stop. Nope. Mm-mm. Bring it home, Daddy. Yep. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Burke. Yeah. <laughs> hi, guys. That's like high gaze. He gets high guys. <laughs> right. I'm your biggest fan. So Size-wise or... Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so tell me. Okay. Daddy, what is Thomas's best feature? Thomas, what's Veranda's? Oh, God. Veranda, <laughs> what's Daddy's? Oh! From Bobby, NYC. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> oh, Bobby. Maybe that's Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> I love her. I'd say aside right. from Thomas's calves... Oh, they are good calves. Yeah, they are. Um, just the way to take something and twist it on a dime and turn <laughs> it into the funniest fucking thing anybody could ever think of. See, that's honestly. so nice. Oh. oh, Daddy, I'll thank you later. <laughs> and verandas. Mm. I give veranda a hard time. I do sometimes. But I think... That's all unjust. Of course it is. I think veranda's best quality is that... She lets people see her soul. And by that, I mean, you don't need to really know Veranda to know exactly who Veranda is. And she's trying to do good and do better and be the best person that she can be. And maybe every now and then be a little funny with it. Not often, but every now and then. <laughs> um, but no, in all seriousness, you Veranda lets people see her heart. And that is an incredibly rare quality that I think is what draws people to you. Mm. Thank yeah. you, honey. Thank of you. Of course. I do wear my heart on my sleeve. You I do. really do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Daddy, you know, I tell you, I just, every time we come to the studio, I'm so happy to see you. And you just yeah. have the nicest smile. 
and you're just you always just have a smile for us and i i love that about you and it just makes me happy it makes my heart makes my heart happy oh thanks yeah why don't i get to say what daddy's best quality is well go ahead <laughs> I can't. I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and on that note. (laughs) On that note, we got a great guest coming up. (laughs) I almost forgot about that. Yeah, right. No, I cannot wait for our very special guest. So you better stick around because it is going to be Dragtastic. Yay. Mr. Thomas. Yes. Oh, I am so excited for our special guest. I know. I think I'm probably more excited. Oh, no, you can't be. You can't be. Besides being amazing, she's also a fellow Buckeye homegirl, right? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, H. Yeah. Mm Oh. Yes. No, I I love, I love, I love, I love our next guest. Um, I've, I've. Followed her career extensively, and she's a she's a Ohio sister. Um, she is, uh, but on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race season eleven, yep, yep. Um, she's Miss Congeniality. She's an activist. She is an actor, a singer, a songwriter, and now she is an author. And I am super thrilled to have with us the fabulous Miss Nina West. Yay! Hello. How are you? Oh my I'm gosh. so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> of course. We are so thrilled to be able to chat with you because, um, like I've said, like I'm your fellow Cleveland sister up here and you're my my Columbus sister. Yeah. But I just, I, I freaking love you. I've <laughs> always loved you. I followed you for to the ends of, of time here um, because you're just such an inspiration to, to drag performers and our fellow LGBT kids and families. Yes. Yeah. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for having me on this incredible podcast. Thomas, it's nice to finally meet you, even yes. though it might be somewhat virtually and only through audio. And Veranda, I mean, we've known each other for, for years and years, and it's been an honor to like perform with you and to watch you completely uh, run an incredible career and, and shape an entire community. And so I'm just really honored to be here. So thank you. Aww. Wow, that was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. That's more than Thomas would ever say about me. So, you know. Yeah, that is way more. <laughs> and, you know, even Miss Congeniality's lie, apparently. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't a, what I get from you, a meh. Meh. Yep. <laughs> yep. Meh. <laughs> I have to it was say, memorable. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, Nina, that was probably one of the funniest moments I've ever witnessed. Was your response to getting miscongeniality was beyond hysterical. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. And we're so lucky to have you. I mean, you have become the world's sister, not just us Ohio people. <laughs> So for us to, yeah, good Lord. I mean, we have to check what time zone you're in before we can even talk to you. <laughs> I know. Listen, it's been a bit of a, it's been a bit of a, a, a blur. You know, um, we are, I'm currently on the road with um, the national touring production of Hairspray and we're on a layoff this week. And so we, I went from, where was I? Albuquerque, New Mexico to, to Los Angeles and, 
head to Boston next, and I'm uh, I'm just like I I myself have to check what time zone I'm in sometimes because <laughs> I just <laughs> I really have no concept of how to of how to appropriately adult in, in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> so 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 yeah so yeah I'm here in LA and I'm doing some some work and I'm excited about um, returning to hairspray, but most importantly, I'm really excited about this book that you mentioned that comes out in October and just really proud of it. Oh yeah, that's this is amazing, and you know uh, I uh, also do Drag Queen Story Hour uh, chapter up in Cleveland here, and I cannot mm-hmm. wait to actually read this book to all the lovely kiddos and families that that show up because, you know, having something being written by a drag performer who just really is exactly what your book describes. Um, is just beyond amazing, and it's just so heartfelt. What 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 mission and message you're trying to give to the world as a whole is is really that. You know, I, I'm thrilled. I'm well, thank thrilled. you, thank you. You know, this whole thing came about really, I think, kind of pretty organically. the The book itself has been in the process for the last three years, um, so it's taken. Uh, three years for it to really come to see the light of day. So the fact that it's finally here comes out October 25th everywhere. And it is, and you're right. This is a story about, this is, it's not, this is a book about kindness and about finding your own self in the world and giving kindness to the world. And of course, obviously to yourself. And those are really big concepts, I think, for kids to try to understand. However, we we need to give kids more credit that they understand a lot more than I think we think they do. Yes. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, my journey with all of this really began with, I remember two of my friends were getting ready to adopt. Two of my queer friends were getting ready to adopt. And they were talking about how they just didn't know what kind of uh, entertainment they wanted to provide their children and how they didn't really see themselves in the content they wanted to give to their family. And that was a very big, I think, aha moment for me to, who, all, who naturally was, had, had a, a hand in this world already. You know, I was doing some story times and reading at libraries and, um, you know, my, my general, I think, aesthetic as a queen is, is very, very silly and goofy and, you know, I, I, I myself as a person have a little bit of a childlike, I think, wonderment to me. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm very, I'm very young at heart and I'm very connected to things like Disney and to the Muppets. And I respond to those things pretty, you know, uh, pretty, you know, pretty uh, frequently and, and, and quickly. And you know, those are like, those are things that I just happen to really, really love. And, um, and so it was, it felt like a natural extension of both my character and of, kind of what I wanted to see in the world right yeah. you know like I think there is a I said it on drag race and it's the truth it's the mantra that I live by you have to create the world you want to you want to see right. you know like you we are we are the drivers of our own destiny and I it's my responsibility to create the world that I want to live in yeah. and um you know I can wear myself down with all of these negative things and take ownership over things that really have nothing to do with me um or I can be a beacon of hope and light in the world and try my best to enact change and, and bring about, I think, a world that is befitting for all of us to find comfort and happiness. In. Yeah. And it starts with our kids. And so this book is really a, it's the, beginning, the beginning of that new journey for me uh, in the process. Yeah. And before, be- without any further ado, we have yet to even give the title. So everybody that is chomping at the bit to oh. go buy this book, <laughs> we need them to know what the title yes. is. 
Yes. So the book is called The You Kind of Kind. It is published by um, Princeton Architectural Press, which is a uh, which is a an arm of Chronicle Books, and it's a beautiful, incredible picture book illustrated by Hayden Evans, um, who's a very dear friend of mine. And um, it's a it's a it's a picture book that is meant to be read aloud. So this is that was another major goal that I took to my editor and I took to. Princeton Architectural Press was that I had this experience of reading stories at story times. And, and I listed all these titles that I felt like were really written to be read aloud. You know, these books were com- built to be read aloud to an audience of children and their families. And I said, that's what I wanted to do. Because there are some picture books, you know, that you can collect or even board books, right, that you can buy at the store and they're they're meant for you, you to kind of maybe put in front of a, a child and kind of leave them to it. Like almost, you know, like you're going to put a cinema in front of a TV that the book is not so interactive. This book cries for an interaction with, with your children or with your, or with your nieces or your nephews or with families. Like just, so the reader gets to really have an active voice and ask the audience or the listener a lot of questions as they're going about the journey on this book. And that's what also another really big component of this I was very excited about bringing to life in this book. So you kind of kind. <laughs> and I love it. And I mean, it does, it does, uh, you know, speak to empowering your readers, you know, to, to just be themselves, be big on being themselves as, as we're, you know, going through this journey in life and Mm -hmm. finding out their, their own unique form of being kind. Um, And Mm -hmm. just, it's a message that too often gets missed because we're so stuck. Even, even our youth now are stuck into the digital age and having a physical book sometimes just to remind us and having, you know, your guardian or even just, you know, the kids themselves wanting to read this book and following along is just something we, we, we've always needed. And I mean, ah, just having this book uh, handy. And I mean, come on now, you have the fabulous one and only Miss Dolly Parton, you know, giving this <laughs> lovely, warm hug to this book and to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, um, I mean, talk about overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, talk about, talk about uh, like something that doesn't even feel real. Um, my relationship with Dolly Parton started over the pandemic and uh, really was, began with my kind of step down or my handoff of Miss Congeniality and RuPaul's Drag Race. I was asked to present my Miss Congeniality title to the winner, who had turned out to be Heidi in Closet <laughs> for the next season, for season 12. Um, but I had the opportunity, the producer said that I could really, because it was being filmed at home, I was filming it all on my own because of COVID, that they said, you know, pitch us an idea and um, you can do your Miss Congeniality bow however you'd like. And I was like, well, who's the kindest person in the world? <laughs> who is known as the, the queen of kindness? And yeah. I, you know, unanimously, I think everyone would say Dolly Parton. And so that's how, uh, so Dolly did my, kind of my final bow as Miss Congeniality for RuPaul's Drag Race um, and filmed for me and with me. And since then, we've kind of been flirting. <laughs> as, you know, we did, a, we did a, a, a charity project together that benefited Dolly's uh, Imagination Library and the Nina West Foundation. And I sent her the book and she literally within I think about 25 minutes came back um and and offered a quote and said can I give you a quote for this and I was like please (laughs) I'm not gonna tell Dolly Parton no right (laughs) nobody tells um, Dolly Parton no (laughs) 
so that's kind of where it came about. And um, I'm just grateful that she's my friend and she's in my corner and that uh, someone who has lived, a, who lives a very loud life in a, in a sphere of kindness, such as Dolly Parton has, I think, has recognized me. And I'm just grateful that she sees the work that I'm doing and, and, and her, her stamp of approval means everything to me. Yeah. Amazing. Did you ever think that your trajectory um, from being on Drag Race or leading, even leading up to Drag Race and getting on Drag Race would have taken you to these places? I mean, you're, you're touring in a national tour. You're, you're, you know, you've produced music and, and had television commercials, all these great things. And now you're leading up to a kid's book. I mean, how, gosh, did you ever think that that would be <laughs> where you'd end up? I'm, I mean, you know, for to be honest with you, I I felt really grateful with where with the life that I was building for myself in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I think that so much of my career is really thanks to people who are in, who are in Columbus, Ohio, people who nurtured me in that city and allowed me to make mistakes and kind of figure out my own path and figure out what I was doing, and allowed me to kind of make my own brand of my of like figure out who Nina West was, right, as a character and as a performer and as a person. And and so, like, I, to me, that was all the success I really think I ever wanted. And I really wanted Drag Race from for a very long time. I auditioned nine times, and I so wanted to be a part of that show. To, to have, I think, to, but it all changed. It evolved over the years of why I wanted to do it. And towards the end of my auditioning time for RuPaul's Drag Race, I felt like I was getting stagnant. I did feel like, honestly, Miranda, I really felt like there was something else for me and I didn't know how, what it was. Um, but I, didn't, I don't know if I expected my career to look like this, but I know, I, I mean, I have worked so hard because I've always believed in myself to know that I was working toward an, a goal. And I, did, I think the goal has always shifted depending on what was in front of me. But I do believe that I was, I have been in, in meant for things like this. I just didn't know that this was, I wasn't really exactly sure this was the path. You know, I think we all know, I, if we really listen to ourselves in the universe, I think we all know what we're here to do. And my path is just was very undefined, but yes, it feels very, it also feels very familiar. And like, this should have, I should have been doing this. Yes. Like this should be, this feels very natural. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. But no, but no, I don't know if it, I don't, I didn't see the national tour in my career. I didn't see a children's book, but I knew I was supposed to do something that was supposed to reach people and touch people and remind them that they too matter. And that I'm here to be an agent of change and I'm here to do good work. And I'm here to, and part of that is what I'm doing now. And I think that I really do believe that. Like when you look at Hairspray and what Hairspray is as a, as a musical, it's a show about, heart and about joy and about giving love to the world and about conversation and about community. And those are like all things that are pillars of, I think, who I am as a person that are benchmarks of my kind of my career that you can see in Columbus and in drag race and post drag race, right? Like those are all things that have been benchmarks of my career, you know, building a community and or, or defending my community or speaking up for my community, both in Columbus and on a national level, you know, uh, t- putting love into the world, helping, you know, build organizations up and help people find voice and agency and, and space to call their own. I mean, these are all things that I think 
have been callings to me and it all looks, of course, in a 22 year career, it all looks different yeah. at any given point. But my God, I did. I, I don't think I visualized this, but I definitely knew and know things. I know big things are coming and I can feel it. And it just has to keep working and doing the things that I believe in, you know, cause it's really easy. It's so easy to say, right. And I know, you both probably know this in your own lives, right? And you see people finding success and doing these things that they're doing. And it's hard to not go, wow, I, you know, I'm doing that. Or I, 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 uh, I've done that before. And why am I not finding success? And it's really the, and, or the answer is, is like, because like you're here to do your own version. Yeah. You're here to be yourself and do yourself. And, you know, like it's, it's, I don't know if it is a Dolly Parton quote. Cause it might be, I don't know whose quote it is. It's like, be yourself. Cause everybody has, everybody else is taken, yeah. you know, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. but the truth, of, the truth, of, you know, but the truth of that is, I mean, like it can be more true, you know, it's very real. It's very, very real. And it's very, very honest that we all have a calling and only we can do it to, to the best of our own ability. And my gosh, our time on this planet is very short. Yeah. And she, this, and she requires a lot of our attention and a lot of our love. And so I think that that's what, you know, I'm trying to be as honest and true to myself and serve myself and my community at the same time. You know, like, be, listen to my voice, listen to my heart, and listen to the needs of my community as well and try to address those things. Well, you know, you've, you've always put it out there. You've always been honest and, and kind and, and just that warm, radiant vibe whenever you walk into the room. So you already put it out there in the universe, and the universe answered you back. Thank you. You're the very same, though, Miranda. You are the very same. You, you, are an age, you are an agent and a beacon of kindness and light and hope. And I mean, people are drawn to you for this, these very reasons, right? Because you are bringing something to the world that they desperately need. Well, thank you. I love you. That's so sweet. What, what's I love that, you. It's what's true. that Veranda's last name? <laughs> the one you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met that one yet. <laughs> See, that's what I get. That's what, that's what besties do. They just, they just mess with you. <laughs> she knows I love her. I do have a question for you, though, that I, being me, yeah. dying to know. Are there moments, because of course you are like legendary for this kindness and this amazing No, no, stuff. not legendary, illegendary. Okay, okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it is amazing. And I think that's why so many people respond to you because you're putting this out there. When are the moments when Nina just throws down filthy language, <laughs> just sits on the floor in the dirt and is just like out there? When is that? <laughs> It never happened. Oh, never man. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I have, listen, I'm human. Yes. And the same things that irk, irk you and irk uh, everyone else irk me as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just a matter of, and I, I'm not, I don't ever pretend. I think there might be a misnomer here. I don't ever pretend to be perfect. Um, and like, if, if that's, you know what I mean? Like, if that's like, I hope that's not how people see me, like, as being kind of like this Pollyanna, because I don't think that, I mean, like, I, I, definitely, have, I definitely have an adult act that I have done and do in bars and nightclubs, and I definitely have a family act that I do in other spaces and venues, right? You know, it's, it's drag is a very complicated and um, rich and beautiful art form that is both subcultural and now 
because of success of a show like RuPaul's Drag Race, belongs to the world in a very different way. And so, you know, so, like, of course, I mean, I, I, I really do try to rest in taking very seriously how, you know, I, I do... I, you hear this, you hear this, I don't want to be a role model. I don't want anyone to, you know, I take it really seriously. I want, if someone's going to look at me, I want to, you know, and and say, you know, I'm inspired by you. I want it to, you know, I, I, I want to live up to that. I don't want to be, and that's just me. And that's, I'm putting that on myself. I don't think that's the standard for everybody. And I don't think that that's fair to ask of people, but when you are, when you do work in this world, where and granted, I think the climate, like the, the climate of it, has changed, right? Social media oh, yeah. makes is different, you know, now, and so like people can become TikTok famous and like you know, like and balance out their personality or quote unquote their brand or whatever you in very different ways. And so, um, but like I, I mean, again, I have been doing this for 22 years, and I'm really in it for the long haul, and I really am trying to, I'm truly trying to foster and continue to. Uh, generate and curate a career that speaks to who I am as a person and the values and the things that I believe in. And I want to do good work and I want to, and I want to be a good person and I want to leave a lasting legacy of um, something that people can say, I want to be like that. I want to do something like that. I strive to aim for that. And I am also a work in progress. And so like, not only, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, I, I dream of having a, a, a career and a life that someone can say, wow, didn't he just did it. He really lived a full life, and he did it all, and he really tried his best. And, they, and in that moment, yeah, I can tell you, Thomas, there have been times where I have slammed the door, cussed, <laughs> and cried, and, and have been angry, and have um, been jealous and have, you know, and I try to work through all of those things and try to just come to an understanding that I too am human and I can, I'm, and I, I too am in the process of learning every single day. I don't have all the answers. I don't pretend to have all the answers. And all I want to do is really actually, like Jim Henson said, he was one of my idols, just leave the world a better place than when you found it. You know, that's, that is all I want to do. Yep. And Nina, the next time you feel like that, you pick up the phone and you call Thomas. Yep. And we will have a kiki for the ages. We will have the best con flag yes, ever. Yes, we will. Yes, we yes, will. Andy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Nina, I, I can't tell you what a pleasure it is to get a chance to chat with you, even if yeah. it is just for, you know, over the, over the, over the air, airwaves here. You know, and I, I have to recant a, just a cute story about us. Um, you know, we live about, you know, respectively about two hours away from each other in our respective hometowns. Yeah. But it took us um, a trip to Austin, Texas to physically meet each other <laughs> years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I, right. At the Drag International Fest, at the dra- International Drag Festival. Yes. I found that that was just so hilarious that we were two hours away, but we had to, dra- you know, fly eight, eight, 800 miles just to see each other. <laughs> oh. Well, and what was so amazing about that is I also was, I had for years and years heard, again, not really traveling at all ever for drag until after 2008 um, when I was, did Entertainment of the Year. So I never went, I never did shows in Cleveland. I remember um, going up there to work when I used to work at Union Station Video Cafe and Union Cafe, which yeah. then, which opened Bounce Nightclub in, in Cleveland. and. Mm-hmm. So I remember coming up, and I I'd always heard of this Miranda Lanai. And, oh, just, you're so much like Miranda Lanai. Have you met Miranda Lanai? You you two are the same. 
two peas in a pod, you two are the same. You're the same. You know, and I've always heard that over the years. And then uh, we finally met, and I was like, oh, my God, this queen and I are the same person. <laughs> 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 We're both tall. I mean, like, there's, oh, there's so much. There were so many similarities to who we are oh, as yeah. people and as entertainers. And our likes, and everything what, about it. Yeah, I just, I love what, what you bring. And I just, I know, we just, we just have this kindred spirit thing going on. <laughs> uh, it's, no, but it's been amazing. And it was also re- remarkable, like, and and I'm sure you know this too, about the art of drag is that when you're around other entertainers and queens and kings and, and performers, like you, there's this incredible synergy that happens when you really connect with somebody and the the level of inspiration and the I think the, the the drive and the and the uh, I think reinforcement of that you're doing all the right things is, is what comes when you work with a really strong incredible community of, of entertainers and people who really know who they are and you're one of those people again like I mean I know I'm I'm blowing a lot of hot air probably off your skirt and I I hope I just want you to know it's all very very true that you know hopefully you know what a what an important voice and and, and tremendous value are to our our, our universal drag community and, and what and what you bring to the table, which is so remarkable. And that that was that's that's the goal. Just just as you are, you be kind. That's the goal. Just to do something good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, like we we. Yeah. Uh, Nina, I I cannot thank you enough. I know I know you've you're you're off and running. You've got so many things going on. Um, I just want you to know that that we appreciate you and and we cannot wait for. The You Kind of You uh, book that is being released uh, this month, later this month, on October 25th, um, available everywhere. Everywhere. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for taking the time out to talk to me. And thanks for letting me have, like, foam at the mouth. <laughs> Do a lot of non sequiturs <laughs> and get back to the question in a way. <laughs> but truthfully, thanks for letting me share the, the joy of this specific since it's a book the specific chapter in my life but letting me like really share the joy of this because this has been truthfully like again as you you know did i ever see this i never saw this but now that i'm living it it's i'm just really really grateful and i really hope that people will pick up the book and will be inspired by it to um and hopefully you know give kindness to the world um so and get the book and give the book to the world <laughs> buy many copies <laughs> uh, i know i'll be buying many many copies for for my story hours here in cleveland so don't you worry well and nina we're going to keep bugging you. you until you get home and join us live in uh-huh. the studio <gasps> oh yes please yes. <laughs> I yes, we will. Was coming to cleveland I, Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And thank you. Thank you for everything you do, for everything you put out there. We are so proud of you, girl. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for always being in my corner. Thanks for supporting me. And again, thank you for letting me share this joy with you today. You are true givers of joy, and I'm just really glad to be a part of the show. So thank you. Thank, thank you, Thomas. You. Thank you, Brenda. Oh, we love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Veranda, how amazing is she oh, you know what i like i said before she she is phenomenal yeah you know what what um what a force to be reckoned with yeah a positive yeah. force to be reckoned with yeah and and no offense to anybody else but you know there are some people you watch on drag race and other shows that for some reason just like pop out at you right yeah. she totally was that yeah yeah she's genuine yeah. she loves her craft 
You know, yeah. she she's a truth thespian. Yeah. Um, and and she loves what she does, and it just shows. And it it's look. She, I don't think she'd be where she is right now, right. and the path that that it's taken her if she didn't have that passion. Yeah. You know, and it was just like, oh, this is a job. You know, oh, Mima. No, this is like this is her heart. Yeah. You know, and I'm. It's so cool to see her touring. Yeah. Um, and doing you know something that she loves, and wow, it's just. I look at all the different drag race. Um, performers who have come out of that show yeah. and have either taken it up to the to the heights yep. or have just kind of let it, you know, all right, I'm going to use the name and keep going. Right, right. <clears throat> I would say she's got to be at least one of the top five that have just really catapulted forward yeah. in such a way that none of them have done yet. Yes. So, I don't know. I'm thrilled that Nina was was on our show, and it's it was a long time in the making, actually, yes, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, yeah. Yay! Yeah, and you know what? The sky's the limit, right? I can't Absolutely. wait to see what else comes down the road with oh, her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe one day we'll get a collaboration together. Who knows? There you go. Yeah. Nina Lanai. <laughs> I don't know that she's going to take that name. <laughs> the duo. Nina yes. and Veranda. Yeah. Doing all the things. Yeah, right? why Doing all not? the positive things. So cool. Yeah. <sighs> Fantastic. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, boy. Is it that time already? I think so. <laughs> I, I'm already asleep, so I guess it's so. No. All right. So, no. guys, it's about that time. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's time to say goodnight, Veranda. <gasps> Good night, Veranda. It's time to say goodnight, Daddy. Good night. I really, oh, I really thought he was gonna nay. <laughs> and this- I didn't nay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Yeah. It was like a shiver. Because oh. we were talking about spooky. Is that what you call it? Oh, I see. You know that that feeling you get when you see me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've never called that a shiver before. <laughs> oh, maybe it was it a tingle. It is rather is it spooky. A, is it a tingle? <laughs> And on that note, (laughs) this is Thomas. Always remember, if you've got nobody else, you've You've always got us. Shiver. (laughs) Tit for tat, oh tit for tat, for every tit, there's a tat. Tit, tit, tat, tat, tit, tit, tat, tit for tat. Thomas and Miranda, a dude and a queen. Give you the dish And if we don't like